Welcome uh, to episode uh, 206 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. Same stuff. 206 times. There we go. Uh, it is Saturday. Uh, Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the 24th of April, 2000, 2021. And... Um, uh, I've called it already. Well, you know, it's happened already, hasn't it, people? The backlash. Let's get bang into this, shall we? Getting all excited. That was me. This is what happens when I get all excited, people, about stuff. Um, he says, sniffing, holding back the tears, people. Um, this is what happens when I get all excited. Um, the European Super League is over. <laughs> How long did that last? Last episode, Tuesday... I was just saying how, as a football fan, it would be um, nice to see the best league uh, teams in uh, the European leagues pitched against each other on a regular yearly basis. And due to the backlash, the social media backlash, they've been cancelled, baby. Cancel culture. I'm not sure it's cancel culture. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, all uh, six Premier League sides have, um, have, have pulled out on Wednesday. Uh, it's like I gave it the kiss of death, isn't it? Um, all Premier League sides have uh, pulled out of the Super League. So uh, that is looking like it's not... <laughs> it was a nice idea, wasn't it? And everybody's gone, no, we don't want new stuff going on, do we? We don't want elitism in football <laughs> like that doesn't exist already. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's that's happened um, already. Um, all, all the teams are pulled out. I think Chelsea was the first team to pull out. And then uh, it was a domino effect um, of uh, everybody else pulling out um, because nobody wants to see... Um, the best teams in Europe playing each other on a regular basis, yearly basis. I know it's an unpopular. Uh, uh, I know it's an unpopular idea and an unpopular view, but I was quite looking forward to it. People, um, let's have a coffee. We're slamming down um, the flat whites today, baby. Um, I need that energy. Um, yeah, so. Um, so that was uh, that's done. That's dusted. The nail is in the coffin. The final nail has been nailed in. Everybody's dropped out. Uh, everybody's pulled out quicker than fucking <laughs> fucking quicker than Bill Cosby when he hears a fucking knock on the door, uh, or the girl starts coming around. Um, yeah. So that's all. Uh, that's all gone. Um, which is which is a bit of a shame. Bit of a shame. However, we did have in our great illustrious English nation. Here we go. Here's a bit of patriotism coming your way, baby, from a white guy with a skinhead. Beware, people. Beware. Um, it is. Um, uh, it was yesterday, St George's Day. Here we go. Get the St George's cross out and look. Uh, like you're a fucking racist for the day. <laughs> the nat National Racial uh, Racist uh, Awareness Day. Um, it was St. George's Day 
here yesterday in jolly old hello there chaps jolly old england um so um how uh you know it's a national racist spotting day um it's not really a massive thing uh here in the uk uh people do go out there's a few flags up and shit like that but it's not like um you know it's not like uh St David's Day in um in Wales where they all fucking I don't know what they do, fillet a leak or something like that, do they? They all carry a leak around with them going, Oh, there's lovely, there's a leak there. Um But um uh yeah, so um yeah, it was St George's Day yesterday. And I, I love seeing the posts on social media um because you've got the wokey woke woke. Hey man, I was asleep, baby. I was asleep, I was asleep for so long. I was asleep for so long and now I was born. I'm reborn as a woke motherfucker, baby. I am woke as motherfucking fuck. Um, the wokey's coming out and um, uh, I don't really class myself as a wokey. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm woke on a few issues, I suppose, and another issues. I look. You can't, it must be tiring, is it? Uh, to be a wokey, woke, woke, woke bloke or woman or whatever you describe yourself as. There we go. A bit of wokeness. Um, but they're all coming out. Explain. Hey, man. St. George wasn't even English, man. I don't know why like people are going out and they, they educate you about St. George, don't they? That they've clearly cut and pasted from. <laughs> cut and pasted from fucking Wikipedia. Thank you. For informing me of uh, St. George and his past history. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Do we still get to put a flag up? No. You don't get to put a flag up if your hair is... If you're a straight white male and your hair is under an inch long. You... We all know you want to put the flag up then. Um, No, I'm not really a flaggy top. I'll put the flag up. I'll put the England flag up when England playing football. Uh, I get very patriotic then, don't I? I have to, I have to, I have to push it down, baby. I want to start invading countries and shit like that if England start winning at football, um, but um, stealing all their precious resources—that's what I want to do. Um, st- stealing all their uh, archaeological shit and putting it in a fucking museum. Um, but yeah, you get all the wokey woke woke wokes. Um, uh, on the uh, St George's, not that there's anything wrong against that people. I'm, I am just taking, taking a piss a little bit. Um, but you know, you don't need to educate everybody about. You know, there's a certain, certain stereotype about Br- English people, isn't there? You know, like pot belly, fucking skinhead, wearing St George's flag. It's got a bad rep, man. We need to reclaim that. Normal English people need to. There seems to be. On St. George's Day, you get two types of people. Um, You get the type that are like, well, actually, probably three types of people. You get the type that are like, fucking St. George, man. Yeah, let's go around killing some dragons and fucking kicking out some fucking immigrants from the country. You get that. You get that type. Then you get the type going, hey, man, uh, did you know that uh, uh, St. George was like uh, sort of like a a little bit Greek and a little bit Palestinian and then other countries as well have like St. George's Day? All right. Thank you, Wikipedia, man or woman or 
whatever you see yourself as. Um, thank you for that. And then the majority of us are sort of like sitting around going, well, it's St. George's Day, but I'm white, so I am not going to post anything about it on social media. <laughs> That's basically it, isn't it? Uh, it's not a massive national holiday. Uh, I know in Ireland, obviously, Ireland and America, because of their um, uh, large Irish uh, Irish population, uh, particularly in Ireland, Ireland has a very large Irish population. Um, uh, I know that um, uh, St. Patrick's Day is obviously a big thing, isn't it? Particularly in a predominantly Irish um I know, like, uh, obviously, particularly Irish, but, like, I mean, like, particularly Irish, like, cities like Boston and things like that. I Don't they, like, for St. Patrick's Day, correct me if I am wrong, American listeners, from across the pond, the pond, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I think, like, in Boston, don't they, like, dye the, uh, the river, and like going through there, like green, and they have big parades and stuff like that. We we were a little bit more understated about St George's Day in England because um, we teeter on, you know, like we teeter on the edge of. Uh, we're aware in England of how that flag has been adopted in the past, you know, the National Front and all that fucking bullshit, and uh, the uh, the BMP and. You know, we're a little bit, like, uh, uncomfortable with our own St. George's Day celebrations. <laughs> we're like, oh, well, this could go off track at any moment, baby. Couldn't we? You know, one minute, hey, man, it's St. George's Day. The next minute, somebody's who looks vaguely foreign, maybe being chased through a housing estate. <laughs> um so we're 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 sort of like a bit suspicious of ourselves, I think, in this country. Um, the motives behind any sort of like celebration of St George's Day, which is, um, I don't know, man. Like I, I, uh, I remember that because I was around in the nineties when, um, you know, not that it was a St George's flag then, but it was like the the Union flag or Union Jack as it's wrongly called. I think it can only be a Union Jack if it's on a ship or something. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, but um, when there was that sort of like whole Britpop scene with the, um, the Union Jack, you had Jerry Halliwell, you know, crowbarring herself into a far too tight Union Jack's uh, <laughs> dress. You had Noel Gallagher's guitar. It was very, you know, there was a buoyancy about being British at that point. Um, that ran with sort of like the political era of Tony Blair and all that sort of shit as well. And uh, now um, the British flag isn't too bad because we're like, hey, guys, we're all in this together. Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland and England. That's it. That's it. We're all together, aren't we, guys? And they're like, uh, actually, we want to fucking leave that shit uh, if that's okay. Um, But there's something about the St. George's flag when you see it um uh either on a flagpole outside somebody's house or you see the bunting up or you see you know just flags on a car or something like that there's always that it's not massive amounts of pride 
that you see you associate with the St. George's flag. It's always a tinge with, um, yeah, I bet they've got some complicated views. <laughs> it is. And they probably haven't. They're probably just being patriotic. And I know all countries are the same. All countries must be the same. You know, they have that, you know, that nationalist sort of, um, uh, like, little swerve, little deviation from that. Hey, man, it's patriotic. I'm English. It's great to be English. I love my country. But I only love it for uh, people who predominantly look like me. That's 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 the you know that's the line you have to fucking walk down, and it's easy to deviate beyond with that. You need to you know even chatting to people about certain shit and that sort of thing. Like the the day job I've got at the minute, it's a very different sort of person who works in my day job than to I meet through stand up comedy. Stand up comedy is quite uh, the good thing about it is. Um, they're a little bit wokey-wokey, you know, um, but in a kind of nice way. Um, it's very, you know, the stand-up comedy world is um, very, um, quite, li- you know, very liberal, very, you know, um, there's a certain amount of meritocracy to it. Um, everybody kind of, not everybody gets on, but everybody, like, um, accepts everybody else and you get the the nice thing about it is there's a there's a whole smorgasbord of types of people you know you've got gay people trans people um white black asian every sort of type of person um that um you could think of is involved in some way in stand-up comedy and i always think that that's you know i'm not being a fucking Hey man, we all got to live. There's fucking dickheads in in everything, isn't there? You know, like I'm not saying, hey man, everyone's great. You know, you can't across the board just say, hey guys, everyone who's gay is just fantastic, aren't they? The nicest people, because you get fucking dickheads in everything, don't you? Um, uh, some people might even class me amongst that. <laughs> I wouldn't be at all surprised. But that's the nice thing about it. But in everyday life, you get people who are fucking walled off. No. And it's just because they haven't met any sort of like, they've only met people like themselves. Um, That's basically it, isn't it? You know, um, if you don't, if you don't meet other people um, who are, um, who are different from yourself, you're never, you're always going to be a little bit suspicious because you obviously think you're, you know, you're the man. That's it, isn't it? Hey, anyone who's not... Why wouldn't anybody want to be exactly like me? Um, so you're a bit suspicious. But, um, yeah, so you get, you know... But there's always that thing with the St. George's flag that's a little bit... Mm, I'm not comfortable with it. <laughs> it's like if if I'm watching the football or something and I, I'm wearing an England shirt, I always... I'm, completely aware of what i look like a white guy with a fucking skinhead wearing an england shirt you know that's the stereotype baby in it all like, but you can't go around to everybody can you you can't go around to everybody and go look i don't hold those views 
I'm just trying to support my, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to support my national team, baby. I feel more part of the team if I'm wearing an England shirt. This is not a political statement. And the haircut's short because I'm gradually losing it. And um, I want it to be less of a shock when it actually all goes. <laughs> is that okay? This haircut is fueled by my own insecurities. Not a political statement. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so uh, so we had St. George's Day yesterday. A few people go out. Pubs mainly put a bunting, shit like that. But it's not... It's not your like St. Patrick's Day, although I'm sure the um, the real ale community in um, in England would love to have one specific drink. Like Paddy's Day is Guinness, isn't it? You know, St. Patrick's Day is Guinness. You drink your Guinness. You know, it's the they must make a fucking killing on St. Patrick's Day around the world. Guinness must do because they've just got that market cornered. Um, and there's no drink in England like that. You know, there's no real ale where everybody goes, hey, it's uh, St. George's Day. Let's <laughs> It's just a point with a switchblade in it. That ought to be that ought to be the drink for St. George's Day. Uh, a point with a with a fucking switchblade in it or like just a just an empty broken glass. Just an empty, broken pint glass, ready to be shoved into somebody's face. That would be the stereotypical uh, English drink, I think. (coughs) Oh dear, sorry, I was getting overexcited there. Um, Right, um, I did see one thing. Uh, We'll move on to uh, uh, after we've now we've uh, now we've got by that. I did see uh, um, one thing uh, on Facebook today. And this uh, it's just, I don't know, everybody. This is the ultimate pity party I saw on Facebook, by the way. Um, let's just let's just get this. up. There's always somebody. Uh, there's a thing that goes round, isn't it? Post four words what you'd say to somebody or whisper in somebody's ear. Or, and it was one of those things. Um uh let's have a look. I'm just trying to um get up the next um there we go. Um it's uh yeah, there's always uh these things that go sorry. Sorry people. Uh we lost track a minute there. Uh there's always these things that go round and uh hey man, post these and it's just for the sh- it's just for the shares and the comments. It's like some page will do it. Post some uh four words that you'd whisper in the ear of uh in your wife's ear. This is what this one was. Uh and um uh yeah, post four words every girl once whispered in her ear. That's it. Post four words. That was it, right? And then you get the initial. It always starts the same, doesn't it? You get the initial, uh, uh, like, jokey ones, don't you? Like, the, somebody posted, Primark is now open. And uh, somebody else put, I got the kids. Go back to bed. You can sleep in. I'll do the dishes. That's what every woman once whispered in her ear. And then uh, you get the people who do more. 
more than four words, and then you've got the uh, the post police, haven't you? Who go? Uh, actually, uh, it said only four words. So, like, you've written an entire sentence there. So, uh, like, learn how to count. And they've 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 had their little victory, haven't they? They're like, Ugh, fucking yeah, put them in their place on that post that really means nothing. That's just been, you know just been generated to uh to get as many comments and likes and shares as possible to keep the uh keep the hits going through their page and then then um uh then you get the fucking sad sacks didn't you you get the uh post four words every girl wants whispered in her ear and then you get the oh you get the buzz kills baby don't you you get the, oh, God, it's meant to be a light, jokey post. And then they always have to, and it's inevitably somebody who's died, isn't it? I'd give anything to whisper in my wife's right ear now as she passed three years ago. You are beautiful and I love you. First of all, that's more than four words. Yeah, Jeff, your wife's dead. But, <laughs> seems a little bit harsh, Ben. Uh, your wife's dead, but you've used more than four words. For me, it's been 13 years. I know so how you feel. And then it just starts an avalanche of self-pity, doesn't it? 11 years for me, I also know that feeling. Go on and whisper it. She'll hear you. God bless. She's dead. She ain't going to hear nothing. I hate to break it to you, Jeff. I hate to be the one, Jeff. I don't want to be this guy, Jeff. But you've made me be this guy. <laughs> you made me be this guy, Jeff. Your wife's dead, Jeff. As you're gripping him by the lapel. She's dead, Jeff. She's gone. She can't hear anything. She died 13 years ago. Her ears have rotted away, Jeff. There's nothing left of her, Jeff. There's just bones, Jeff. Just bones. Um, Yeah, it's just... Uh, oh, it's brutal, isn't it? It is brutal. It just seems like... <sighs> I never, I know it's difficult, I know I'm being harsh here, people, I know, I know I am, but it always deteriorates into some sort of fucking pity party, doesn't it? I don't know what these people get out of that, yes, they've lost a loved one, yeah, we've all done that, I know, we've all we've all lost people we care about and shit like that, don't we? But you just, maybe it's that St. George spirit, stiff up a lip, baby, come on, Jeff, stiff up a lip. You're not going to get another woman like that, Jeff. If you're going on about your wife 13 years after she died, Jeff, come on. You're not going to get somebody else. Get back out there, Jeff. Forget about her. She's gone, Jeff. She's gone. Forget about her. You've got to to move on. No other woman wants to hear that. Do they? Um, But it gets an awful lot of likes. The the huggy emoji with a heart. I'm going to. That's what I, you know, I feel sorry for Jeff. But come on, Jeff, keep it light, me old booty. Yeah, <laughs> keep it a bit light. I bet he's awful at parties, isn't he? Do you want a drink? Tea and Maria. Oh, my wife always drank. Oh, here we go. Fuck. She always liked Tia Maria. Oh, man. You're breathing in and out. My wife used to breathe in and out. It reminds me of my wife. Fucking lighten up, Jeff. It's my kid's fifth birthday party. My wife was five at one point. Ah, oh, Jesus. Um, 
yeah, so you always get that, don't you? It's just an observation, people. It just, you know. Every one of those posts seems to end, and then everybody gives up on it. Everybody gets their, you know. I feel sorry for... You can see the likes go down, though. Jeff's post has got 401 reactions of thumbs up, love, little love heart, little love heart being hugged by an emoji. Uh, and then so the second person, Peggy, who's posted only got nine. She only got nine. Nobody cares. She passed three years ago, Jeff. Jeff's passed three years ago. Peggy's died 13 years ago. She's only got nine reactions there. Surely that deserves more reaction than nine. And then Michelle. That was 11 years ago. She's only got three little, three little hugs there. Three little, three little hugs. I don't think, you know. The last thing I would want is somebody to be gaining some sort of sympathy about my death and only get three reactions to it. <laughs> Isn't it? Can you not specify that in your funeral? In your will? That's what that's that's what they, they ought to put a clause in the will about that. My death is not to be used for sympathy on social media. At all. Twitter, Facebook, anything. If it is, they're out of the will. Please move on immediately after my death and find somebody else to love. And then you know, box it off in I'll just be somebody you once dated at some point. I don't know. That's not, that's not, you know, it's romanticised a little bit, isn't it? You know, it is romanticised a little bit, but hey, I want people, everybody wants that, don't they? When they, you know, to be remembered for something, you know, hey, it was the love of my life and he, you know, Six months later, they're getting banged by somebody else. (laughs) Ah, dear. That's why it would be horrendous being a ghost, I think. Just seeing your, you know, your partner moving on. And you're just, you know, just seeing fucking them getting nailed by somebody else. This is the best sex I've ever had. Oh, my God. I said... Just being slonged, bang! And you, you're you're a ghost. You're just watching that, going, "Ah, oh, this is horrendous. Ah, oh, this is horrible." Oh! Then they die. They bec- they go up to heaven afterwards, and you're like, "Yeah, I got a few uh, few questions there, me old booty, about uh, you know, the best sex you've ever had." Yeah, I was watching that shit. Standing next to the chest of drawers. Just stuck in that room I died in. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. What are we on? 27 minutes. Anyway, let's end on this. Um, Scammers. Scammers, you fucking... uh, uh, A 90-year-old Hong Kong woman has been uh, scammed out of $32 million. A 90-year-old... Scammed by fraudsters pretending to be Chinese officials. Hong Kong police said the criminals are posed as public security officials investigating a criminal case in China. I don't think 90-year-olds ought to be trusted with that amount of money. Um, I don't. I think you ought to get to about 80. 
And then you ought to be given like a residual income that comes in sort of like every month or so. This is what happens when, you know, 90 year old people have that amount of money. What the fuck are you going to spend it on? If you've still got $32 million at the age of 90, um, you know, you must have everything in the world that you want. You can live on a grand a month, surely, at 90. You're not eating as much. You know, you still do that weird thing about waking up early in the morning. But all you're going to do is read the paper, have that delivered. You know, you need money for food. You should, at the age of 90, you should have already bought everything you ever need. Uh, She was then coerced into making 11 deposits to a bank account between August and January to help the alleged investigation. This woman was told her identity had been stolen and used on the mainland. And then she had to pay for, you know, she got scammed into paying to investigate it. Uh, Does she not know you just cancel your fucking cards? Has she not got like, you know, so far investigators have arrested a 90 year old man who has since been released on bail. According to local media, the woman was first contacted in August last year by someone pretending to be a mainland official. Um, You know. That's somebody who needs a fucking assistant. You know, you've got $32 million. What's that, £23 million? You can afford an assistant just to, you know, just a PA to fucking screen your emails. I don't know, man. Part of me thinks he deserves it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, What are we on? 30 minutes, people. That is it. Um, yeah, 32 million. I wonder how much she's left with. You know, 32 million might sound a lot, but she could have fucking billions. Uh, the old woman had been living without family, but with several domestic staff in her house in Hong Kong's most affluent neighbourhood. Well, you know, easy pickings, isn't it? You know, surely she could have employed one of the staff just to screen her calls or her emails or something. Surely. Was she being a bit tight on that? Maybe it was one of the staff. Sounds like an inside job to me. Sounds like a fucking inside job. That's where that's what they want to like investigate. Oh, Columbo, just one more question. Um, right, that is uh, episode two hundred and six of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you want to contact me at all, it is just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I shall be back on Tuesday, motherfuck. What? Um. Have a good uh, rest of your weekend. Uh, Enjoy your Saturday and Sunday. Get ready for work on Monday, and I'll speak to you on Tuesday. Take care.